You Can Handle Anything, episode number 342. Welcome to the You Can Handle Anything podcast. I'm your host, Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, keeping you from fully enjoying the moments and people in your life. But I also know that while triggers will always exist, you always have a choice as to how you respond to them. In this podcast, we'll explore the everyday triggers we all face, and I'll share with you the tools and strategies I developed that will guide you to manage your emotions so you can stay calm in the midst of conflict, maintain control, and be the person you want to be so you can go on enjoying the moments of your life. Let's get started. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So today's Wednesday when I am publishing this episode, and I do believe it is the first time in five years that I didn't publish my episode on a Tuesday. Yesterday, there was a pro-Israel march in Washington, D.C., and while I live in Israel, I attended the rally virtually, and it ended kind of late because, of course, there's the time difference. And while I could have finished up the podcast that I was preparing, and I could have sent it out last night, you know, before midnight, I decided to give myself some grace, go to sleep, and prepare the episode the following day, which is today, and why I am here on a Wednesday. And I'm sharing that with you because the rally actually relates to the topic of this week's podcast, which is when people disappoint you. I'm going to loop back to the DC rally toward the end of the podcast, but for now, I want to invite you to take a stop and think about the people or situations in your life that disappoint you. And this shouldn't be too hard. And that's because humans get easily disappointed in one another. It's just something that we do. We get disappointed in our spouses, in our children, in our coworkers. We get disappointed in our friends. And we even get disappointed in people we don't even know. And the problem is when we get stuck in that disappointment, it can cause a lot of problems like conflicts in the relationships, like blaming people when they don't necessarily need to be blamed, like hurting people with our words when we don't mean to do that, like losing control, like trying to prove yourself right and defending yourself to no avail and on and on. And then, of course, when that happens, that can cause conflict within yourself, like you get mad at yourself for how you behaved or for not being able to let go or for just having negative thoughts about people that you wish you hadn't. Just this week, I encountered three separate situations regarding getting disappointed in other people. One was with one of the students in my five-week live program called React Less, Respond Better. And another was a member of my membership community called the Living Deliberately Circle. And the last one was actually with me. I received permission by the two women to share their stories briefly, but I'm going to actually start by sharing mine. So my husband and I were at this social event last Thursday night. The high school kids in my community came together to make a special dinner for all the families who have a child in the army, which was a really special thing to do. And because our daughter is in the army, we were invited. And it was a really special night because beyond the dinner, it was really just an opportunity to speak with and bond with other parents and hear where their kids are and what they're going through. So there were a few social activities that started off the evening and then it went into the dinner. And there were maybe like, I don't know, 15 round tables set up and we could sit anywhere we wanted. 
And the food was put out like a buffet. So long story short, my husband was one of the first people to make himself a plate and then sit down. And I guess he just chose the closest table, right, to the food. But what happened was he started eating alone. Well, my other two kids were there too. But basically, it was just the three of them sitting at a table by themselves eating. I actually wasn't that disappointed that he didn't wait for me to come over and sit down before he started eating. Like, okay, maybe I was minorly stuck on that. But mostly where I got stuck was that when I looked around the room, I noticed all of the other families were eating with one another. Yet at my table, it was just me and my husband and my two younger kids. Now, my husband was totally fine with that, but I wasn't. I was like, why are we sitting here alone? Here is a great opportunity for us to hang out with other people from our community, and we're sitting alone. Why is my husband so freaking antisocial? I was really disappointed, not in the situation necessarily that we were eating alone, but I was disappointed in him. I wanted to change him. I wanted him to be different, more friendly, more outgoing, less focused on the food and more focused on the people. Okay, that was story number one. Story number two came from a member of my membership community. So this woman has a rental apartment and she leased it out to somebody. And in the contract, the tenant basically has to give three months notice if she wants to leave the house. Long story short, the tenant decided very last minute that she wanted to leave the rental. And she notified the owner, who was a member of my community, and gave her one month's notice. Now, this situation is obviously different from my story because this one includes a contract and there are repercussions for not abiding by a contract and you can hire a lawyer and all of that. But beyond the frustration that my student had about this tenant leaving early and the fear that she had because she's dependent on that monthly income, she was feeling disappointed in her tenant as a person. And she was saying to me, why can't she just be a mensch? A mensch, by the way, is a Yiddish word that basically means, you know, a good person. Like, why can't she just be a good person? Basically, my student was trying to say to me that she would never do that to anyone else. So why is it that this tenant can get away with it? Long story short, my student wanted to change this woman. She wanted her to apologize. She wanted her to be more kind. She wanted the tenant to treat her with more respect even though that was not what was happening. Okay, so the third story came from my live group program, which I'm currently leading. And this is about a young mom who was sharing how she was triggered when her young son got triggered by his younger sister. (laughs) Did you follow that? So in other words, this woman has two kids and her daughter, who is very young, did something to trigger her older brother. And the brother got really angry. And he wasn't letting go of his anger. And that really disappointed her for a lot of reasons. First of all, it makes her life more difficult when her son is angry. But probably more importantly, she has some fear, right? That her son is going to grow up not being able to deal with his anger. And so she was feeling lots of emotions, one of which was disappointment that this scenario was not the first time that this was happening. And while she tried to help her son in the past, she was disappointed that he wasn't able to release his anger in the moment. Okay, 
And now looping back to the beginning of the podcast, I can't tell you how disappointed I have been feeling in so many people around the world, people I have never met and people I will likely never meet. Disappointed in their ignorance, disappointed in their jumping on the propaganda bandwagon, disappointed in their unwillingness to take five minutes to open up Google and do a five-minute history lesson so they could realize that everything that they're standing for would be refuted by some very basic knowledge. Disappointed in their absolute ignorance that when they shout the things that they're shouting, they're actually promoting genocide and they have no clue. Okay, so this is not a political podcast, and I won't go into details here, but I will say that I have been feeling utterly disappointed in people around the world. And here's something I also noticed. Both in my two stories that I just shared and the stories of my students is that in each of these situations, each person was trying to figure out a way to change the other people involved whether that was me trying to change my husband, the owner of the apartment trying to change her tenant, the mom trying to change her son, or me trying to change people around the world by making comments on social media posts, each of us were making efforts to do the same thing. Each of us felt confident and justified that trying to change the other person is what we actually should be doing in that moment. And that's how you really know that you're stuck. When you feel 100% right and you're resisting reality rather than accepting what it is in that moment. It's tricky because your mind wants to change things and actually believes it can change things if you just assert your opinion or tell people you're upset with them or explain to people how they should act. We believe we have so much more power over people than we really do in any given moment. And what happens is when we do this, when we try to change people that we can't change, we end up getting even more and more stuck on frustration and disappointment because it's not working. Now, I'm certainly not saying that you shouldn't do anything, but what I am saying is if you are stuck, then the first place you need to look is actually with you. And so in each of these cases, whether I did this on my own or I was coaching one of my students, we walked through the unstuck method step by step so we could manage that disappointment and choose winning stories instead of playing the victim. For me and my husband, I was able to get to a place of acceptance, like truly accepting my husband for who he is and for who he isn't. This is and always has to be the first place when it comes to getting unstuck. If you can't accept reality, you're always going to lose. You have to recognize that the disappointment that you're feeling is not coming from that person. It's coming from your thinking about what that person did or said. And I could do a whole other episode on that topic another time. Now, with my student who was the owner of the apartment, she was able to get unstuck by recognizing the blessing in disguise of the situation. That while she didn't like the behavior of her tenant necessarily, It actually made her a stronger businesswoman in terms of who she rents her apartment to. And so instead of focusing on how terrible her tenant is, she was able to shift the focus onto herself and onto who she was being. And with my student who's the mother, she was able to also take a look at how holding onto her own disappointment 
is really not much different than her son holding on to his anger. And that if she could first learn how to manage her own disappointment, she'd be able to model for him how he can do the same with the emotion that he was feeling. And as for me and my complete and utter disappointment in so many people around the world, I noticed that holding on to disappointment was just giving my power away and making me feel miserable. And I got unstuck by really considering that I could reclaim my power by using my energy in different ways, more deliberate ways, like showing up to this rally as just one example. Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with feeling disappointed. In fact, it's normal to feel disappointed once in a while. The problem is when we get stuck in it and we create problems for ourselves and problems for other people, and then we feel like we don't know what to do. Like there's no way out of this loop. But of course there is. You just need to get equipped with tools to know how to catch yourself when you're feeling stuck or to get yourself unstuck if the moment has slipped away from you. Learning how to do this is totally possible for you. You just need to take the first steps to learn how. The tools that I use are very simple. If you are not already on the waitlist for my next course, which I'll be offering in January, definitely get on the waitlist now by heading over to my website, shiragura.com. Or if you prefer to do this work with me one-on-one instead of in a group context, I have opened up a few slots to work with people one-on-one until the end of 2024. This is an awesome opportunity to work personally with me and start making the changes that you want to see in your life right away. So to make that happen, head over to my website, click on contact to reach out to me personally. Once I hear from you, I will send you a quick form to fill out and we will go from there. Okay, my dear friends, before I go, I invite you to take one more moment and reflect upon who disappoints you in your life and how do you typically react to that disappointment? Be honest with yourself. It's really your own self-awareness that is what is going to help you break the patterns that you fall into. What would your life look like if you could stop trying to change the other person? How would you feel if that was something that you no longer had to do? How would that free up your life? Okay, my dear listeners, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the You Can Handle Anything podcast. If you want to learn how to reclaim control over the emotional triggers in your life, click on the link in the show notes or head over to my website, shiragura.com, to sign up for the waitlist for my live program, React Less, Respond Better. In this four-week live interactive and experiential program, I will teach you my proven process, the unstuck method, step by step, so you can learn how to resolve past conflicts, avoid getting emotionally stuck in the future, and manage your emotions in the moment as challenges are arising. This is the life class that will emotionally equip you for life. Sign up for the waitlist and be the first to know when the doors open next. I look forward to being with you next week.